When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. My Talkers, happy Monday. I hope you guys had a great weekend. We've got a great surprise for you today. Laura, Julia is in studio. Lori's on vacation. If you want to call me Lori I've been all day. all day long. You can. Here. But that's okay. We've got Stephanie Hansen, one of yes. our own family members from the Weekly Dishes, in today to have some fun with Julia. So sit back and enjoy, you guys. Well, Thanks, Grant. Yeah. Welcome. We've got oh. tickets we're going to give away today to A Christmas Carol at the Guthrie. We've got on a, a New York fun. Times best-selling author Robert Crace. He's never been on our show, but he's written 21 novels and people love him. On at the bottom of the hour. Your book club is just going on fire. I met oh. someone that went to your event at the book club and they Restaurant. just said what a blast it was. It was so fun. Yeah. Then Lorna Landvik was hilarious he's, and funny. Her new book is Great. She's so smart and funny and witty. She really is. And, she really and, you, is. and that restaurant is fantastic. Cheers to you, Julia, for keeping all of these great authors coming into the show. Oh. You put a lot of work behind the scenes to get all these authors thank here you, to Brad. keep this low job book club, yeah, as Lo-J author, book club going. So who had to you, book a tour? You. That is not easy. Oh, it's kind of a mess. And you gotta read the book and then you gotta have questions about oh. the book. <laughs> Whatever. All right, back. To, let's talk about our weekend claim to fame because you were just in Vegas. I was. Okay, was it hot and beautiful? No, it was cold. That would be like me going there. Yeah, <laughs> it's the story of my life. It was 55 <laughs> and cold and 75 and sunny here. Yeah. However, it was the Formula One preview oh. of the Grand Prix that'll be in Vegas next year. Right, cool. at this time? Yes. Oh, fun. I, I am not a race car person, but I learned a lot about Formula One, the cars, the people. Apparently, there's a reality show there that's quite great. huge, huge. Yeah, I've... Like, Netflix. So the whole strip was like basically shut down for this these Formula One cars to do what we used to call... I can't say this word. It Drag reminds racing? with... Um, where you do the spin outs in the road. Oh, yeah. We, donuts. Uh, donuts. Okay, donuts. That's yes. what we call what? them. We had a different name for them. Itty. That is a swear word. What did you call them? Itty with an SH in front of yes, it. Yes, that's oh, right. those, but yeah. they were donuts. Donuts. Yeah. So donuts. the whole strip is closed down so that these fancy car people can do these donuts that make a lot of noise and ev- like thousands of people with their phones up. I. It was like the funniest. Because I have just see. no frame of reference. You yeah. can't see. Right. You're at Caesars. Right. And they're literally like going from, you know, Caesars to down to wherever. I don't know. The Bellagio. No, it, down to like. Um, further down. Yeah, like almost Italian near New York. One. Okay. Oh, that direction. Okay. Yeah. Just crazy though. Like thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people and all have their phone up. And I have no idea who these people are, what this sport is, where these people came from, mm-hmm. and how this is all happening in the middle of Las Vegas 
which to just even shut down roads in Vegas seems like almost a but near they, impossibility. But they've been doing this lately because they did it for the draft. They shut down the roads when I was there. They were shutting down all. They're shutting down the strip now for events. Okay. They're creating more events. And the Formula One racing is really trying to come to the U.S. Big time. Yeah. They've got a big race in Miami. Remember when it was here years, years, years ago? And um, a couple of people we knew worked on it. Yeah. Bob Davis, the pop. Remember all that? I mean, Sprint was a big number. Vaguely, I do. The reader, you know? Well, and Kurt was saying, and this is my husband, Kurt, so I don't know if he knows or not, but that, like, you, it's a lot of, like, young, rich people that are the racers, that there isn't, like, this heritage, like, there is a NASCAR necessarily, because it's more about the um, just going fast and, having money to build these cars to go fast. Right. It's I mean, like they go really fast. The and, horse and racing of, of NASCAR. Excuse me? The horse racing of NASCAR. You got to have, you can't just get into buying horses. Exactly. And, yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. And also there's something about that. They have to wear like these G suits and something happens in the suit where it compresses the arteries in their legs wow. so that all the blood doesn't rush to their head when they all of a sudden go from like zero to 200. <laughs> Oh my god! There's like some craziness yeah, it's like a about NASA the suits. suit or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, same kind okay. of thing. Okay. Oh my god. That gosh. they also have for like fighter pilots. Wow. So anyway, that was that quite a, lot a scene. For- okay, where did you stay? We. <laughs> you guys always would say the Four well, Seasons in. We do, but this time Manly we stayed Bay. in the RV Oasis Park. Oh. Because we were bringing our van back yeah. for the season, and we like to keep it out there. Yeah. And we stayed in the RV park one night. This is like 3,000 RVs. You, li- It's like basically being in a Walmart parking lot with 3,000 of your friends. That's awesome. Um, is it fun? Sounds I think like a blast. Kind of it was cold and oh, a little... Oh, that's the deal. It was yeah, cold. you couldn't get out. So I was like, you know what? I didn't... While this seems like fun um, material for a book, mm-hmm. I'd like to get a hotel. Yeah. So <laughs> I waited. The hotels were $600 at even the crappy places. I, it, yeah. Vegas is expensive. Right yeah. Now. I don't know what it is, but it was super expensive when I went. Yeah. So last... we stayed at the RV park yeah. uh, a day and a half, and then we went to the Mirage, Okay. which was the cheapest I could get, and it was not cheap. But Mirage is getting torn down. It's going to be not really torn down. They're going to tear down the whole front of it yep. and put a giant guitar like the hard rock, yeah, hard yeah. rock bought yep. it. The secret, uh, secret habitat with Siegfried and Roy, the dolphins and the tigers are done. Though I don't know if you know that the tigers, the lady who was like their housekeeper, has vowed to stay with the tigers until their death. because there's five left of the white tigers. Yes. Famous, fam- oh my! So you gosh. were at the Mirage this weekend? Yes. My best friend stayed at the Mirage this weekend. That's no yeah, joke. I just had packed. to go check my text That's messages. So funny. Yeah. And do they still have "Let It Be" by the Beatles? Yes. The, love the, the show. Soleil. That's a great. I've seen that show three times. I've it's seen amazing. It it's amazing. And they're going to keep having that because I did ask about yeah. that. Um, you know, the Mirage is where the nipples started. The Mirage in <sighs> Treasure Island. The because it was the shampoo, shampoo bottle, bottle caps. caps. They had these half moon shaped shampoos and conditioners and they had these gold tops on the shampoo. And that's where Lori and her girlfriends first one of them said, put it in her bra and says, oh, look, nipple enhancers, perky nipples. And then they all took them off and wore them out that night. <laughs> and Lori came back and told me, but I'm like, you're such a trashy chick, Lori. What are you talking about? <laughs> and then about six months later. My little sister and I go out there, and Catherine meets us, and we're playing around with them and gambling with our shampoo bottle caps and thinking, 
this is this is something serious. Yeah, because it was working for what was it, Jennifer Aniston and Courtney Cox. Yeah, and it was just so funny, and it was like okay. I, it was very funny, but that's where the bo- I still have one of the bottles. That's but cool. they're, the Mirage and Treasure Island were owned by the same people at the t- same time. Who knows? Yes. Probably same people in and out. They are. Yeah. Right. We got to take a quick break. Lots to chat about today. Um, I do want to hear. Did you go any any good restaurants there? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. All right. I did. Um, other things that happened this weekend, Keith. Urban. I got to hear about your night. Oh, it looked good. It was fun. It All was right. super fun. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. This is Lori and Julia on my talk, and we'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Happy Monday. It looks, it's kind of murky, gloomy out there, but um, Keith Urban lit up the Excel on Saturday night. It was so, I love that place for concerts. Excel? Yeah. 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 I love that place for concerts. Because even if you're not in the best seat, it's still a good seat. Yeah, and it's fun. And it's so much fun there. And um, what, can you, can we just talk about the outfits for like people wearing their spangly, Cowboy boots. There was boots and hats, and it wasn't is like I went to. Who did I see earlier? Chris Stapleton. I thought people were more dressed up for that. Keith Urban's a little older, I think. Okay. Um, but I mean, my word. So he has this Tyler Hubbard from Florida Georgia Lines opening this Ingrid something, who has a hit song. I don't know what it is. And then Keith comes out, and I want you know his hair highlights are so great. And he's so tan and looks so good. He's just ripped playing the guitar. And then the surprise guest, Kelsey Ballerini. Oh, yeah. Comes out. And so they sing a duet together. And it was so fun. It was just such a fun night. Now, when we were in Vegas, they were announcing his residency. Yes, yes. And you know how in Vegas they have like larger than life ads for people? Sides of buildings. Yeah, basically. So we're sitting there and my husband goes... Who is that? And I go, oh, that's Keith Urban. And he goes, he's trying to look just like Nicole Kidman. Oh. Like, <laughs> if you just imagine them without hair, like their faces are starting to morph. <laughs> he's beautiful. Yeah, oh, he's, he's beautiful. Very cute. And Keith and Nicole couldn't be I there because she was filming something, and it was his last night on the road with this tour. Was mm-hmm. here, and he loves and, you know, his band, and he loves Minnesota. Yeah, he's a big he, band guy too. Yeah. And just, he can rock. It was just so super fun. And then yeah. I just played pickleball and tennis all weekend. Oh, that's, that's fun too. I oh, pickleball just. Exhausted. Yeah. Love. Exhausted. Just so, so much. love having so much fun playing pickleball. There's a place by us on the east side of town. Um, you guys are getting two new big pickleball places like Drop Shot and something else. Well, Legacy is going to be opening. They just did. They opened up their new courts right now. And we played there last night. Where they've open play, you can rent a court. There's leagues, but starting um, next fall, they're going to have a restaurant. They're going to have indoor outdoor courts. Yep. They're going to have all this stuff, and it's like yeah. three blocks from my house. I'm so excited. And you guys, if you want to play so pickleball, fun. a lesson is like less than twenty dollars most places, and all you need is a beginner lesson, just one. And you need before you play with your friends, take a watch, lesson or to watch a YouTube video on the scoring. Well, and that's why I think people should take a lesson because then you get the scoring down. And you don't get like, you're not a drag on your neighbor. Cause sometimes people like just show up and they're like, this is the first time I've ever played. It's like, oh, great. I think some of my friends are going to get me a shirt. 
Remember to let it bounce. We're serving. Yes. We Double only, <laughs> we only serve once tennis. when we start. You're two in the tennis. Uh, how am I a two one if I was a two last time? <laughs> I mean, these, these would are, be great these, shirts. These are, you know, how am I a two if I was a yes. one last time? <laughs> these are awesome. Let it bounce. It is on um, the line in. Right. It, which line is in? Why, why the kitchen? Um, so we had, we had a relatively new person playing with us last night and I'm just like, all right, stand back. We got a lot of bounce, yep. you know, but it's, it's so fun cause it's so accessible for everybody. It is. And what's interesting is, so you can play with people your own age or young people or people that are older than you by a lot. And the game can be won lots of different ways. Some people are powerful players. Some people are slow and measured and they can win against the powerful players. So it isn't like you need all this athleticism necessarily. You You can have as much strategy or just slowing down the game and having a good angle shot, which I don't have yet. I don't either. I'm trying to have it. It is. It is. That's why people like it because you don't have to be super like Mr. Athletic. All shapes and sizes can play all levels of stamina. And you can play against an 80-year-old man, and he can barely be moving and beat you. It's the truth. Absolutely. It is so Because he knows truth. exactly where to put the shot, and you're not in the right spot. I know. And you it's, miss. It's so fun. All right, so um, so Keith Urban's great. You were in Vegas. Did you eat at a great, tell us one great restaurant? Well. Or did you see a show? I we, we couldn't get into any shows because there was, again, all these Formula One right. people there. There was also an automotive show called SEMA. I don't know what it stands for, but I'm here to tell you, like... Selling the, expensive, massive automobiles. It, all these people with the car show business, like cars are a big deal. Money, 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 money. And mm-hmm. lots of guys that are not with their wives. Let's just put it that oh, way. Sure. <laughs> not the ladies of the evenings. Okay. Um <laughs> Basically, um, I can tell you that pleather is very in. It is in here, too. Uh, <laughs> yes, it is. Skirts, dresses, pants, uh, skin-tight things, uh, thigh-high boots, anything that's fake leather is very in. Um, also, what's very in is glittery fronts with no backs. Oh, yeah. Or way low pants. Glittery front. Yeah. And then maybe like a jacket. Mm-hmm. Lot of interesting fashions. Um, Anything goes there. It is true, and even like tennis shoes at a fancy place, and um, lots of nail art. Mm-hmm. I'm noticing nail art, and all I can think about when I see people with their nails is like, how do they like type or like eat food? Because you'd get like pieces of food underneath your nails and then what would you do okay that's so funny because i've had on clear polish it is amazing how i use the nail cleaner all the time it's amazing how do you know it would be gross yeah and like that lady did you when the lady who had the world's longest another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Nails that mm-hmm. Mike Marcotte did for. Mm-hmm. I, you couldn't even wipe yourself. You couldn't pick your nose. You couldn't like do anything. <laughs> you would just be stuck with these like mitts. It would be a bit much. Okay, so here is. Here's a um great Grant. We didn't check in with you. Did you have a good weekend? Yeah, I had a great time. Did you do anything fun? Uh, watch the Vikings win to seven and one. Love that. That yes. was great. Gophers beat the Nebraska. Grant, as a Vikings, the person, Gophers did beat Nebraska. My kids were there. Yeah. Are you feeling like this is it now? Like. It's so hard as a Vikings person. Are you on the bandwagon? Oh, I'm Are on you it. approaching the bandwagon? I'm on it. I'm not like expecting a Super Bowl, but hey, we lost all these games last year and everybody whined about it. Now we're winning them. So let's just, as Mike Tice once said, enjoy the season. Enjoy we are winning the it. Season. We've got some tough games ahead here with, uh, we've got Buffalo and then Dallas and uh, New England. Those will be three tough games. We've got a good test ahead of us here, but. The Packers lost again. This division is ours. Let's just enjoy what we have. And we're not losing by three mm-hmm. points. We're winning by three or seven points. I'll I think take it, it makes me a bad person to take joy in Aaron Rodgers' oh, I love no, we it. pruny do. face no, no, when he's losing. Yeah. <laughs> we all do. It. Yeah, don't he's, worry. He's been a sour puss forever. No. And getting sour and sour. Yeah. Bummer. Yeah. I know. Oops. It's like it somehow gives you joy, but it's I don't pathetic. know why. <laughs> because we we never win and they do. Yeah, so it's good. I think that's why. I'm on. I'm having fun with it. So, yes, I enjoyed that and I worked the Timberwolves game, but thank you for asking. I appreciate you asking me. Yeah, I had a good time. Good. Yeah. All right, so back to Keith Urban now. He is going to be starting at Planet Hollywood. He's going to do a Vegas residency where you were seeing all the big pictures. Yep. And it's going to start. Tickets go on sale November 12th. And it's a 16-run date, and it starts um, sometime in March. And in the meantime, the CMAs are on Wednesday night, mm-hmm. and he will be performing at 4.30 a.m. out on the plaza with the Good Morning America folks. Oh, that's fun. My little niece is still out there hustling it in Nashville. She's on the road with Hunter Girl from Idol. And oh, wow. is it Noah Thompson? Grace. Who was the winner? Grace Lear is her name. She just recorded a Run Run Rudolph that is adorable. Oh, you'll have to send it to us. We'll play yeah, it. Yeah, she's so cute. That's and she's so got a little cookbook that goes with her EP. And she's real cute. She's oh having super gosh. fun. She's so darling. All right, when we come back, Robert Grace, like Mace, is going to be on with us. Best-selling New York Times author. Um, this is Lori and Julia, and we'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. It's another edition of the Lori and Julia Book Club, or as we like to say, the Loje Book Club. Brought to you by the Book Club Restaurant, where every time you go there and you mention Lori and Julia or my talk, you get a free appetizer or dessert with your meal. And people like that. So we want to welcome today's guest. It's a first time, um, our first time having New York Times bestselling author on our show. We have Robert Crace with us. His latest book, his 21st. Um, in the series um, of Elvis Cole and Joe Pike is with us, and it's Robert Crace, like Mace Robert. Kim told us how to pronounce your name. Racing the Light. Hi, Robert. Hey, it's great to be here. Thank you. Yes, thank you. This was the very first time we've ever read your book, and it was funny because 
I was FaceTiming my mom, who's a pro- prolific reader, but we never read the same books. And she loves mysteries and things like that. And she goes, I know that author. I know the one because she saw the book on my table. And I'm like, oh, I've made it. My mom knows what I'm I'm reading. Your your mother has great taste. She has. And apparently so does everybody else in the world. So thank you for being with us. I know that you, you know, you started out as a TV writer for Cagney and um, Lacey and some other things. And then you went into writing uh, full-time novels in these two characters, Elvis Cole and Joel Pike. You have um, taken through many, many things, and we're so delighted to meet them. I'm, I'm glad you have met them. I mean, writing Elvis Cole and Joe Pike uh, was really a dream, a dream come true for me. Uh, I, I've wanted to create my own detectives and write thrillers and crime novels for, for most of my life. Uh, the fact that they've been embraced the way they have been and the books have become as popular as they are is, um, is like a dream come true. It's yeah. awesome. Can you give everybody the setup for Racing the Light? Because you don't, sure. they're standalone uh, and, novels, and, too. Sure. Uh, Elvis Cole's a private investigator. And at the beginning of Racing the Light, um, an older mother comes to him. She's very agitated and worried. She, her son is missing, and she believes her son has been kidnapped. And, and of course, she hires Elvis Cole to find him. Um, Elvis, uh, in, in searching for her son, Josh Schumacher, uh, Elvis not only has to uncover what's truly at play here, and you know, in, in the world of crime fiction, nothing is ever as it seems. Sure. Uh, but not only does Elvis have to uncover the, the, the crime involved and locate Josh, but he also uncovers that Josh and his mother and father uh, are estranged to a degree. So in many ways, Elvis not only uh, has to find Josh and solve the puzzle, but he also, uh, I think, works to bring this family back together. Or at least he tries to do mm-hmm. that. It's such a good book. And like I said, we've never read you before. And I remember coming in, and I'm like, Lori, have you started the book yet? And she's like, not yet. And I said, you're really going to like it. It's such a page turner. And um, you twist it and turn it so many ways. I didn't expect it to happen how it happened. Do you think after writing, you know, 21 books with these, uh, with Elvis Cole and Joe Pike, that you would think about bringing it to the screen based on your former experience? You know, for years, um, I've refused. I've, 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 I've been approached many, many times uh, to sell the film rights to the Elvis Cole and Joe Pike novels. But uh, these past couple of years, I've, I've begun maybe to change my mind. There's so many fine actors working in uh, short-form television these days and in so many excellent productions that I've begun to maybe weaken a little bit. I've begun to think maybe it might be fine to see Elvis Cole and Joe Pike uh, as a limited series on television or feature films. Kind of like True Detective or something like that. Well, you know, the, uh, recently there's 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 been shows... Uh, um, like the old man with Jeff Bridges. Yeah, absolutely. The, the mere fact that a, an actor of the quality of Jeff Bridges is willing to do television is 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 stunning to me. Yep. And and very eye opening. Okay, so so um, Robert Crace, I keep having to say like Mace because your name doesn't look like it should be pronounced the way it is. Um, do you have have you cast who Elvis Colwood? I mean, you've lived with him for a long time. Okay, here's what's crazy. No, I haven't. Really? Every yes, and I I, I know that's bizarre, um, but I have actually never pictured 
even after all these books, I've never pictured Elvis Cole's face. I'm not sure why that is. I, I myself find that odd, but I don't know exactly what Elvis Cole looks like. And therefore, there's no one ideal actor who I see playing the role. So I'm, I'm kind of open to whoever might really give me the vibe of it. Yes, this is Elvis Cole. Well, what's interesting is is after just reading this one book, I have no idea what he looks like either. I know he lives in Laurel Canyon. I know, you know, a couple, I know about his his you know, partner and things like that, but I don't know what he looks like. Here's what, here's what I think is at play. Um, I, I believe that um, the beauty of books is, is that books in and of themselves are an incomplete art form. I mean, I write the books, I, I select the words, I put the words on paper, and the books are printed, or, or they're in your Kindle or whatever they're in. Um, but it, it 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 is mandatory. There has to be a reader to collaborate with me, mm-hmm. and together uh, you read my words, and then in your head you create your own little movie, you know, of racing the light, mm-hmm. and you're building the characters. You know, the Elvis Cole that you see, the Joe Pike you see, the Josh Schumacher you see. All of that is a collaboration between me and you, and to me, that's what makes books such a a, a magical art form. I, I agree with you 100%. Brian Freeman, he's a best-selling author, too, and he's from Minnesota, and he was just on with us last week, and he was saying the same thing, that he just really wants it to be up to the reader to take part in the journey with him and, like what you're saying, to create what these characters look like. Yeah, that's what's magical. Uh, in fact, uh, that's why I think I, I, in many ways, why I um, I left my screenwriting career because to me, books have always been special. Books are what I want to write, and, um, uh, and 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 now that I'm writing novels, uh, you know, all of that all of that charm and magic is 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 mine to play with. How long does it take you to finish each novel? Oh, they vary, but I, typically uh, it takes me about nine or ten months to write. Uh, I've I've written. When I was starting, I was faster, and and I've written books in six or seven months. I've also taken uh, oh god, eighteen, nineteen months to write a single novel. So it does vary. I believe it. Okay, so as a mystery writer, I'm just going to say that's what you are in thriller. What do you think when you're reading other thriller authors? What do you think is just necessary to make you just get into the book? Character. There has to be a character that not only I identify with, but I find interesting and compelling. That, that to me, um, that's what it's all about. I'm a character writer. Every story I've ever come up with, is, it, it's, there's first been a character. Uh, then there's something about that character, their, their situation, their history, uh, something that gets the, his or her hook into me and, and, that makes it so much easier to then derive a story that I'm going to create uh, a novel out of. But it must come from the character. Yeah, and the characters in this are great. And we are, I'm just so happy to have met them. And I think you, you're you going to get some lifelong new fans because I know your fans absolutely adore you from reading You know some other things about you. Do you, we have to ask you, Robert, if you're just joining us, Robert Crace, the new book is Racing the Light, an Elvis Cole and Joel Pike novel. What's the last great book that you read oh the last great book great book that i've read 
Um, I, well, the last great book, I'm on tour now, and a friend of mine gave me a book by Elmore Leonard to read on the airplanes. Yes. <laughs> uh, and and it, it, it is, and weirdly, I'm a huge Elmore Leonard plan, fan. I've mm-hmm. read m- most of his books. I had never read this one. And um, it, it's a collection of two or three short stories uh, by Elmore Leonard uh, called the, the the Carlos or the Carl Webster stories, and it almost from the first page, uh, I was reminded this is why Elmore Leonard was such a great writer. He's simply the best in the business. Oh, I love that. All right, so the Carl Webster stories. Yes. All right, we. Um, I know we have to go because we don't have much time with you. Um, but I know that. Um, I just want to know: Are you f- health wise? Everything's going good with you. And oh, all I'm that? great. I'm terrific. Okay. All right. Wonderful. Um, this has been a treat, Kim. Kim is a good friend, Kim uh, Dower, who you recognize at the beginning of your book. And absolutely. Said, we were going to absolutely love you and love your book, and she was right on again. <laughs> and we want to thank you. Um, do you come to Minnesota often for book tours? Uh, I, I I used to quite regularly. I haven't in the last few books, but hopefully uh, as as the um, as, as things in the world get back to normal and with future books, I'd love to tour through Minneapolis and Minnesota again. Well, you have to come in and see us in studio. We would love it. And we loved your book, Racing the Light by Robert Crace. Thank you, Robert. Uh, Lori, Julia, thank you both so much. I've really enjoyed this. You're, you're welcome. Thank you. And we've got a couple copies to give away called Grant at 651-641-1071. When we come back, ageist or realist? We have to discuss this. We'll be right back. Okay, he is a really cool guy. So he wrote for Cagney and Lacey and Hill Street Blues. Um, Robert Kress, if you're just joining us, um, his book is Racing the Light. And literally, my mom is kind of a book snob. Yep. And only just reads all these really great detective novels by Scandinavian authors and all this stuff. And she literally did see on FaceTime my, the book on sitting on my ottoman. She's like, oh, you're reading something I might like finally. You've kind arrived. Of, it was so funny. It was so funny. So the book Racing the Light is so great. I, we loved it. Okay, here's the deal. I'm feeling very judgy. Oh, I'm, good. On one relationship <laughs> and not on another. Okay. So the headline that got me was John Mayer, uh, the musician who's 45, mm-hmm. um, was out with Kirna Shipka from Mad Men, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. She's 22 years old. She they, was also just in the um, Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's Tale. She was in Riverdale. She's in Feud. It makes she, it even creepier, to be honest with you. Huh? The fact that she was in Handmaid's Tale. Oh. And the age difference. Oh, oh. all right. So, so there's the deal. He's 45. She's 22. Now, I want to talk about that. But the very first time Lori and I met Kieran Chipka, she was 13 years old. It was on the red carpet at the SAG Awards. We felt like we were talking to a 65-year-old woman. Oh! Yeah. She was that mature. Okay. She was that grown up. All right. That polished, that into her craft. And so serious, and we're like, wow, Sally from Mad Men, you're so grown up at such a young age. Cool. But I judge, I judge on that relationship, okay? But okay. then on the other hand, we've got Cher out with her guy, Alexander Edwards, or A.E. Yeah. And she's been getting a lot of heat since she's been out with him. And they have a 40-year age gap, but it's in the opposite direction. She's 70, I think, and he's, what, 20, 
thirty something, thirty six, and I just don't judge as harshly as people we're like, in their thirties. You 30s. go share, right? You get that younger guy, but he's in his thirties. He's not in his twenties. I, I just feel <laughs> you like, know what? As a twenty two year old woman, once in the day, a hot forty five year old rock star would have done it for me all day long. <laughs> not going to lie. Yeah, I was not into older men. Lori and I... He wouldn't have seemed older. He uh, would have seemed... Polished. And he, hot. He's, he's not got a this rock huge star sexual, anymore. Yes, he is. John May. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. There you think? He absolutely oh, is. He is a rock star with his guitar, his fingers, and, and with all the his dead. And collection, and, the, and lives and, in Paradise Valley, Montana. And he's got the he's got all the history of the Schwanson Gruben. Yeah. You, you, know. you would he would do it. Oh, oh yeah. I've seen him I've seen his like little recent most recent concerts where he does like three different acts of th- yeah. I mean he's t- musically talented. Oh beyond. Beyond, yeah. Would you judge yeah, well, I also Brad? come from a nine-year difference in my relationship, I know, that's true. so no, I don't judge any. Age Are you again. younger or older? I'm nine years older. Yeah, my husband's ten years older than me. Yeah, so I have no judge in this whatsoever. I don't know why. I just was like, she's Sally Probably from Mad Men because of that. Because he's got the notorious history of being a dirty birdie. Right. Yes, and you know her as a young child actor. Right. If you saw him with. Like Chloe Kardashian, would you have those no, same feels? Because she's or? closer to his age. Okay, I don't know the... why. I'm really saying I have a lot of. I'm. I'm being. I. I have reverse judgment because there's Cher, no question when we see an older woman with a hot younger man, we're like, go girl, right? Yeah, totally. I mean, but do you yeah. think that about men? Go guy. I do think that it. I mean, after being in Vegas this weekend and seeing <laughs> basically the nurse or the purse. Okay. <laughs> you know, you see these guys that you think, okay. Bless excuse you. me, I just sneezed. Bless you. She's sneezing. She has cute no, little you sneezes. They're the cutest you little think, sneezes. Oh my God, you've got to be rich because there's no way she She's would be with, with you. you. Right. Otherwise. Right. And then you feel bad. And then you're trying to figure out like what their connection is. But it ends up that they're just rich. And yeah, yeah some people make those choices. Mm-hmm. I haven't, but I could. You know, and 10 years when, I mean, Kurt was 30 and I was 20. Right. Yeah, we they, that's exactly, I was, Lily was 21 and I was just turning 30. So it was same age, but she was a very mature 21-year-old. Yes. And well, that's women where, mature faster, exactly. we've known that. Yeah, so that's where, I think what you and I have, Steph, is a little different than like the 22-year difference in age. I think that there's a point in time where it's fun for a minute if there's 22 years, but when you're 60 and 80, that's a big difference. Okay, my stepmother is... Is the same age as my husband. 
Okay. And she married my father, who was 16 years older. And she (laughs) tells me, because my dad died, and it was very hard on my stepmom. Yeah. And she's like, you just wait. Like, you marry an older person, and you end up taking care of them. And and I'm ready for it, because I had my own health scare, and he was there for me. But... It is 10 years seems like doable. 20 years is a lot. 22. I still good yeah, for where, like, okay. I don't know. Good for John Mayer. All right, I, I just, he's got all these blondes that he's I had know. in his past. And he's been, let's name all the people he's Jennifer been with. Jennifer Anderson. Jessica, Jessica Simpson. Simpson oh, yeah. Katy Perry. Katy Perry. The um, gal body. Jessica. Love, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yes. The body's the Wonderland girl. Gal. Um, He's had some others too. Cameron Diaz, Minka yes. Kelly oh, was on there. Yes, uh, those all were more age appropriate. I, I'm a judger. It's okay. It's okay. All right. I just, I literally wanted, you know, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Have too. we seen them like in a compromising position, or are they just no, having dinner? No, they've had a four. They, six months ago, they were together okay. at Sunset Towers, and then they were just at this place in um, Mel. Um, Malibu, and they had like a four-hour dinner. They left in separate cars, cars, but people followed them, and they ended up um, a four-hour dinner. Let's just go with and that. And he serenaded like, her during the dinner. Oh, geez, yeah, in a public place. That's a well, little, just little. You know, he does have kind he, of the history of being a little bit of a. He feels. That's my thing with him is I feel like he uses his. Fame. It's a genesis, his fame, but his ability to play the guitar in such a sexual way with his voice. But I would if I was a guitar player. Yeah, and Me I too. Just, like, you're when right. he says you're right. my body is a wonderland, I'm yeah. like, thank God. Yeah. Right. You're right. You're not alone. You're I not do alone. still think he's got a lot of joie de vie, I do. You Even do. when he's dirty. You dirty hot. Yes. He's never been he a He wears the drug rug no, and he wears the weird hats and he's on the road with the dead. Yeah, that works for me. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm so still into I'm, Brad Pitt, though, too. Oh, I love and Brad Pitt. And he's not aging great. Oh, no, I love him. There's yeah. something about Dirty him. Dirty hot. Even him shower. He's wearing a cigarette. Yep. Sexy. <laughs> wearing oh. a kilt, which you know. I know. <laughs> he's got something under there. All right, so everyone was all over Cher's case this weekend. Really? And, um, so here's what people were, the haters, and she responded to several haters who felt, first of all, suspicious of Edwards' intention towards the singer. They met at the Paris fashion show. Edwards was with um, Rose. Mm-hmm. What's the first name? Oh. Um, Rose something. K- K- Kanye's old ex-girlfriend. Oh, Amber Rose. Amber Rose, oh, yes. They were together oh three years. They have a three-year-old child. Amber Rose says he cheated on her 12 different times. Oh. He's a music producer, has his own money. And this is what Cher said. Uh, as we all know, and then she likes to do caps, I wasn't born yesterday. And what I know for sure is there are no guarantees. And then she says, anytime you make a choice, you take a chance. I've always taken chances. It's who I am. And she was with Greg Allman when mm-hmm. he... Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was she's a always had yes. age differences. And here's the great one, but God, she deleted it. Sexy picture. Love doesn't know math. It sees. <laughs> That's true. And then she goes on. Let me explain. I don't give a bleep what any of you think. Yeah. So she's going all in. So is he the nurse or the purse? She's the purse. Hey. He's the nurse. Oh, good gosh. All right. Well, anyway. It's the nurse and the purse. I've never, I love that. Oh, yes, Grant. That is a thing. Oh, I love it. Oh, I like it though. I I don't know. Cher I think d- never ceases to, be to I guess me. just the Kiernan Shipton one, and then I just thought, well, Cher's is forty years, and I don't care at all. 
Yeah, yeah so it I is just a funny kinda, juxtaposition. Kind of judging myself a little bit on this. Where am I so off? Yeah. I, I think it has to do, too, with that you saw her as a child actress. Yeah. But she was so much. Lori and I are like, oh, she's so grown up already. Mm-hmm. How yes. do you get to enjoy life? And so when people say actors, you know, their child years are like a decade. How about life. Aaron Carter? Like, didn't you think oh. that guy was like 55? Oh. Yeah, I did not realize he's he lived, was 34. I he's mean, 34 years old is so young. Yeah. And I realized he probably, well, he drowned, likely, of yes. a drug addiction like uh, Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston. Mm-hmm. But, and Whitney Houston's daughter, Bobby Christina. Oh, yeah. But just 34. It was like, wow. He was only 34. He felt like 100. Yeah, he's been a child, you know, since, singer since Yeah, forever. and they just mature so fast because they really, they're, like, treated like adults. Yeah, and, like, Selena Gomez, yes. and, you know, I watched her documentary. And who's the other one that was the Barney kid? Oh. Uh, not Selena Gomez. No, the one, Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato, Lovato yeah. Oof. How do you think Macaulay Culkin is? Oh, He's he's got to be. He's in his he late forties. It's early. He just turned forty-two. Oh my god! Just turned forty-two, oh, he's so he's pretty much forever. early forty. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's so weird. Yeah. All right, judgment is us. That segment's over. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia. We're on my talk one zero seven one. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. 